Also spiders. <laughs> spiders backwards? What spiders backwards? Math. Not math. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Sabrina. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Book Hose. Oh wait, never mind. I'm Trudy. Podcast. <laughs> um, I'm Sarah. I guess I'm Grace. Or am I Grace and you're Sarah? I don't know. I think we're kind of I both. I like and Grace are very similar, actually. Okay, then I'm Sarah. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> They're gonna listen to this and be like, "What are these girls on?" Okay, we were just talking about books for 20 minutes instead of recording and talking about how to do this. Don't know who we are. We're coming. I, to the book I literally gave them a full review of the book. I know. Don't read the comments. So yeah, we're a book podcast now. Thank you. Everyone read the House of Anubis book. <laughs> All three of them. <laughs> All three of them. <laughs> Good luck finding them. Anyways. So um on a serious note, welcome back to another episode of Anubis Backwards, the podcast. Today we will be recapping House of Envy, House of Names. So first and foremost, if you like if you want to be featured, and I'm putting featured in air quotes, you can't see it, but my lovely co-host can see me putting air quotes around the word featured. Hop on over to anchor.fm slash backwards and submit a voice memo, like reacting to something we said recently, something for an upcoming episode, or just anything you might have a thought on. Like, let us know right there in voice memo form. Happy birthday to Louisa, whose birthday is on June 23rd. So, she 28? I think so. Yeah. Happy birthday, Louisa. Um, next, check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash Anubis Backwards. Um, we are getting ready to drop our first bonus episode, so if you want to hear um, us be peak chaotic, we read, we, like, acted out some fan fiction, like, three or four of them. Yeah, we had a fun time. We were only going to do one, and then we just kept going, so. Yeah. <laughs> we were only going to do one, but then it got, it was too short, so we decided to do a few more, and it was just... I think the one that just kind of ended without any res- well, to most of them ended without any resolution. Well, they were like multi-chapters and got abandoned. Yeah. I mean, come back and finish your fix, y'all. It's not too late. Yeah, we'll we'll react to them if you finish them, but you'll have to go on Patreon to hear it. Um, Also, fun fact, House of Envy House of Envy is the 100th like 12 minute episode of House of Anubis. Which makes House of Winning from season three, I think, the hundredth like airing episode. So not counting the like doubled up, oh, actually, I see. Okay. doubled up episodes like the f- premiere, so that the finale. Like our hundredth real no, because we doubled up some episodes. Yeah. Well, I think we'll still probably have a hundred up over a hundred episodes of our podcast though. Yeah, because we got bonus. We've had some bonus ones, yeah. So. That's exciting. It's like, like 50 episodes. We're so blessed that we've had over 100 episodes of the show. Honestly, like how many Nickelodeon shows got that? Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So I think that concludes our housekeeping. Unless either of you have anything to say. Um, We're in the same room. That's exciting. <laughs> Very important. They just got back from the pool and I really kind of, I, I kind of hate them for it because I had to go grocery shopping with my oh. grandmother this morning while they hung out at a pool. I'm sorry. Sorry. I literally told you guys, I was like, yeah, if you guys want to go hang out at the pool, I'll text you when yeah, I'm, like, close to home. That's true. That's very true. We were on the same brainwave. There was someone at the pool in a Packers hat, so you were there in spirit. I was there in spirit. Love that. Um, on that note, go Bucks, go! Yeah, go Bucks, sure. I don't know what we're talking about. Go Wisconsin! Uh, yeah, we love Wisconsin. Okay, so now to talk about House of Anubis, let's get it right into that summary. So, as per usual, the episode starts with the iconic intro. Sabuna sees a spider that dropped from the ceiling. Nina says she thinks it's what they were looking for, and they take it off the hook. Fabian reads the riddle aloud. 
to pass beyond the weaver's throne, lay her daughters in their home, move with care through poison loom. This scarlet thread may spell your doom. Thank you for writing down the clue so we remember it, unlike me. <laughs> I had to sit. So the problem is I watched on iTunes and the captions are like a solid minute behind. So like I had to like watch ahead to write down the like caption. Oh, no. And then I had to go back to like see what was happening. Thank you for your dedication. Yeah. I need to go back to watching on Paramount Plus. The problem is Paramount Plus doesn't do picture in picture on my phone. Uh, so like if I wanted to take notes on my phone, I can't do it. I see. Amber wonders who the daughters are and where they are. Nina says they need to go down tonight. And Alfie says they can't because Fabian has a date with Joy. Hmm. Why does Alfie know this? I feel like Amber probably told him. Oh, Not on purpose. My Joyfy Besties agenda. I mean, I also support the Joyfy Besties agenda. But I feel like Amber like probably like had... Like, let's be real. Amber can't keep a full secret. That's true. So That's Amber true. probably... Like, Amber wouldn't want to tell Nina. So she's and like, like Patricia's too busy... Patricia's too busy flirting with Eddie. Eddie. To, <laughs> so she was probably like, Alfie, I got the tea. Alfie's <laughs> like, great, I guess. I guess. <laughs> Except for I feel like Alfie would tell Jerome, but Amber would be like, you swear on your life not to tell, right? And Alfie would be like, I, I guess. Jerome with, like the next tea. <laughs> and then, Joy and then uh, Jerome starts to feel a little jealous, but he doesn't quite understand why. Fabian tells Nina it's not a date, but a misunderstanding and says they're going to see a film Jasper was on about. Nina says she thought they could see it together. Fabian says that Amber was telling him what to say. And Nina says that masks can wait. This whole scene was just so chaotic. I was laughing so hard. And then like Amber and Alfie were really just like throwing Fabian under the bus. (laughs) Like they were not letting him. (laughs) Like they didn't need to bring all this up. But they were like, yeah, no, Fabian has a date. It's all his fault. You know, (laughs) like, sorry, Nina. (laughs) Jerome is in his room inspecting the gem. Alfie asks him if he wants to go punk join Fabian on their date. Elfie notices that Jerome seems unfocused and says this can't be good. Jerome says after everything he did, he can't put it back. Elfie tells him he'll work something out. Elfie has a line here that's like, if Jerome can't charm your way into it, you'll scam your way. And I just really liked it. It was funny, too, because then he was like, that's the Jerome way. (laughs) There's a lot of, like, self-aware Jerome's kind of a a snake lines on this episode. Yeah, it was funny, though. I enjoyed it. I just said, crying at Alfie trying to prank the date. I love that he's just like, join if you have a date. Let's go prank it. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Then sad face at Jerome because I felt bad for him. And then I love Alfie and Jerome this episode is, like, an example of like the good side of Alfie and Jerome's friendship and I said Alfie giving Jerome a pep talk I love them yeah they're so good this episode that they are that they are Fabian and Joy are on their movie date Joy says this isn't exactly a date movie and Fabian says it isn't isn't exactly a date Jasper says it's a three hour long movie Joy like groans when she's initially told it's a three hour long movie but then she gets like this little smirk when she's like oh it's a three hour long movie like she's got three hours to scam her way into a real date (laughs) Like, I love her. Me too. Me too. Joy said, three hours, I emoji, I have (laughs) such a mood. (laughs) Also, I just, like, really felt for Joy here. She's, like, she's, like, trying to put her head on his shoulder, and he's just, like, not about it. And that happened to me (laughs) before, so, like, I get it. It's just, I was laughing the whole time. There's a few scenes like that with Joy and Fabian in this episode, too. trying so hard, girly. Oh. Um, oh, Fabian just being like, well, this isn't exactly a date sending me. Also, Trudy was really funny. She was like, nobody wants to see this movie. Like, take all the popcorn. Like, I'm done with my life. 
Also, apparently no one wants to go to this movie because it's only Joy, Fabian, Jasper, Trudy, and some random old guy. But Vita was like real mad because she apparently really wanted to see this Egypt movie. With Fabian. With, With Fabian. Fabian. So maybe she's just trying to have a date. But she was like, wow, that specific movie. I love that movie. <laughs> Nina and Amber are in their room. Amber says they could go to the movie too. Nina says she doesn't want to watch Fabian and Joy hold hands in the dark. Amber says it was kind of an accident and... And that she, referring to Nina, knows Fabian. Nina says if he really didn't want to go, he wouldn't have. Nina says Fabian is a, is free and single now. And I just, I don't, I like how I started ironically using the word bestie. I know. I've, and I said bestie. Bestie, when has Fabian ever not done anything he didn't want? Like, when has Fabian ever not done anything he didn't want to do? Especially when, like, a girl is involved. Yeah. Like, right. he can't say no. He can't stand up for himself. That, like, I don't even know if it's just, like, with the girls being involved. Like, Fabian doesn't know how to stand up for himself. So, yeah. like, Joy could probably have proposed to Fabian. And Fabian would have been like, I don't want to get married. But Joy would have been like, we're getting married. And Fabian would be like, I guess. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, I don't know where this came from, but I wish there was a fake dating plot where Nina tried to make Fabian jealous, even though he already liked her. That could be fun. Like, who would have... Because Nina really only has a love interest with Fabian. Like, it would have been really funny if she Eddie. started fake dating. I mean, yeah, in my Eddie brain, I would love a fake dating plot with, Ed- with Eddie, because then Ed- Eddie could be using it to make Patricia jealous, because she's being all weird, and then Nina's trying to make Fabian jealous. That would have been really funny. But any of the guys, like, it could have been Jerome, too. That would have been fun. Jerome would have been fun. Oh, my God. So- Alfie would have been so uncomfortable, but it would have been hilarious. Alfie would have asked... Alfie would have accidentally spilled the beans like five minutes in. And the funny thing is, like, Amber would probably be the one to be like, Alfie, you're and Nina are going to date now to make Fabian jealous. And Alfie would have been like, what? And then, like, accidentally, like, told Fabian, like, oh, yeah, Nina and I are just pretending to date. Right. <laughs> Not even real. Don't yeah, worry about it. so funny. So, um, yeah, thank you for coming to my TED Talk. Someone write the fic. Um, I love the implication that Fabian and Joy are going to hold hands. Jamie and Rice. Also, exactly. Nina goes, he can date half the girls in school if he wants to. Okay, Jerome. <laughs> Fabian has such game, he could definitely date half the girls in school. I feel like Fabian would try to ask out any of the other girls outside of Nina and Joy, which just got gotten shot down. Yeah. Except for Mara, apparently. Yeah, well, Mara, yeah. Mara was like, hmm. He got his heart broke, I got my heart broke, we're both nerds, I'm, I'm gonna get some. Yeah. <laughs> Back at the movie, Joy tries to hold Fabian's hand, but he reaches for popcorn. The film mentions the forgotten ruler. Joy tries to put her arm around Fabian, but he leans forward to listen closer. Joy is trying so hard. She's trying so damn hard. And like, good for her. It's like hard to make the first move, so I'm proud of her. But Fabian was making me laugh so hard, because he just like, it was so invested in the movie. I said crying and I said this is comedy genius. Brad and Clarissa did a great job with this scene. They were so funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was amazing. Alfie barges into Amber and Nina's room and he's pretending to be attacked by the spider. Amber smacks him with her binder and he drops the spider. The spider is split open and inside there are smaller spiders. Nina thinks the little spiders are the babies the clue mentioned. I just said the word spiders a lot. Spiders. 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 <laughs> Anubis backwards. Spiders. House of Spiders. House of Spiders. <laughs> spiders backwards? What spiders backwards? Math. Not math. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> spiders oh. backwards. I almost got tweet on our... Wait. Spiders backwards is math. I'm like, I can't do math. We're not doing math. S-R-E-D-I-P-S. Sredip? I think I'm gonna... I think this week's episode is gonna be House of Math. 
house was mad. I just question mark question mark Amber and Alfie. They were so chaotic. They were. Did you just try to spell it, Laura? Yes, I just wrote put it. Put it in the doc. I put it in the doc so I could type it out because I couldn't like do it in my head. Surdips. Surdips. <laughs> Sounds like we're saying surdips. Surdips. Nina wants to go down right now, but Elfie says Fabian is their best web walker. Nina says there are enough of them to do the task and that they've got this. The look of terror on Amber and Elfie's face. Downstairs, Patricia and Eddie are doing homework in the living room. Eddie goes to speak and Patricia tells him she's not interested. Eddie gets up and goes to sit next to her. Patricia goes to get up, but ends up sitting back down. Eddie says about us, the whole thing they've got. Patricia says the you hate me and I totally despise you thing. Eddie says they both know that's not true. Exhibit A, they almost kiss. Exhibit B, I lowered my force field, remember? And I told you I liked you. And I actually was very... I don't know if I was more chill in my note commentary notes because simply because I had to write these scenes down in detail because I don't have like 12 bullet points for once, y'all. Simply my bullet point is, ladies and gentlemen, them. Them. Really? Them. them. Oh, um, so we had paused. Me and Laura watched this together and we had paused to take notes. We paused on a really nice uh, screen cap of Eddie. And so I just put Eddie in this scene as fire emoji. Fantastic Eddie look. We paused. Stare at him. <laughs> And also, they're so cute. Patricia needs to, like, lower her force field already, but Eddie's adorable, confessing his feelings. And I, honestly, we stand a guy that doesn't play games and is just going to be yes. like, this is how I feel about you, right off the bat. Love that. Love that. Exhibit C, this is, and this is the real clincher. I heard you. Tell Joy you like me. Patricia says, no, he didn't. Patricia says she didn't say that because she doesn't think it. She tells him she thinks he sucks. <laughs> And he says she can drop the toot, and they both know it's just an act. Wait, My she dogs. Sucks. She's allowed to say that on Nickelodeon show. Yeah. <laughs> Although, I heard you tell Joy you like me, and then I was like, when she's denying it, as if he didn't literally <laughs> hear it. She's like, oh yes, I would never say that to Joy ever. You totally did not hear me say that. Oh haha. Also, she calls him a skater boy. She said, see you later, boy. <laughs> <laughs> Why didn't she just say they were talking about, like, a different Eddie that he doesn't know or something like that? Why, like, deny saying it? I know. Because she, poor girl, is doesn't know how to express yeah. her feelings. She's confused. Like, bestie, me, bestie me too. Man. She'll figure it out. We're getting there. We are almost there, actually. We got, like, two more weeks and then. Yeah, so, actually, it I think it'll end up being three or. F- so, it'll be three weeks after this episode that I think we'll be dropping the first petty kiss. I think. Um, Patricia gets upset and says he's the biggest fake she knows. He says she's all front and too chicken to admit it. Patricia storms off. See, I don't have a lot of commentary on the scene simply because I took the summary notes. My brain's my brain was simply just trying to include every detail in the summary. I'm just I just put Patricia frowny face, and then me and Laura at the same time were like, <laughs> "Is this Sunny and Chad?" Like, fine, good, fine, yeah, fine, fine. Which for me, like fine. Sunny and Chad, and then. Nathan and Daly from Flight 29 Down, they are the blueprint for my love of enemies to lovers relationships. So. <laughs> Guys, no one. Me and Brad literally looking at each other. Okay, Sonny and Chad. From Sonny and Chad, if you didn't know. Yeah, from Sonny and Chad. Sonny and Chad always did this bicker flirt thing where they're like, fine, fine, good, good. good. <laughs> <laughs> I just said I should rewatch Sonny with a chance, so that might be I rewatched happening. it in quarantine. It was wonderful. Would recommend. That, me- that might be next. Sabuna approaches Patricia as she enters the hall. Nina says they're going down to the tunnels. Amber says that Nina doesn't want to wait for Fabian, which she understands and supports, but please tell her she's crazy. Elfie says <laughs> it's too risky, and Patricia says she's not chicken extremely loudly so Eddie can hear her. And the four of them go down to the tunnels. 
we need to address how they are aware Nina is risking their safety more directly simply because she is mad at Fabian. Yeah. It's not good. It's yeah. very, very not good. Mm-hmm. And also, not that I don't want to completely blame Patricia because mostly Nina's fault, but Patricia's also kind of riding on this to prove a point, too. She's like, oh, I'm going to prove I'm not scared to Eddie. And like, this was her opportunity to be like, Nina, you're dumb. And she was like, let's do it. Yeah. So, <laughs> this is like, I know one of the, there's like a lot of arguments. Like, I don't want to even say they're arguments, but there's a lot of debate in the fandom, especially in the year. 2021 or 2020 where like they're like well nina's a better leader or eddie's a better leader because of their emotions and i know like i don't think nina's the best leader i think she's she's a teenage girl and that's not yeah. a bad thing but like there are some very clear examples of nina like just using her emotions to get the better of her and i know there are a few of eddie too but like this where like there's two of them telling her like girl you're going to get us killed even if they're not saying it directly where I'm like, yeah, didn't listen to Amber and Alfie, and they thought she might listen to Patricia because they were like, Patricia, tell and they her probably to she, pro- she probably would have listened to Patricia, or even if Patricia said no, they would have had three against one to not go down there. And I mean, this is an example of Patricia also being a little reckless. Yeah, and like we'll see it. it it gets worse for Nina. I'm gonna leave it at that. We'll get there, but it, Nina, it, Nina gets a little worse in this this um timeline. Yeah. yeah. Also, I was just staring at eddie in the background while this scene was happening because you can see him through kind of like the window that leads into the out the window the door that leads into the living room and he just looked so sad i felt so bad yeah poor eddie he was all stressed um also irrelevant but alvie called patricia trixie so i wrote smiley face because i love whenever he calls her trixie yeah (laughs) also Patricia screaming, I'm not chicken to show off for Eddie. Like, girl, you're exposing Sabuna. Like, what is she not chicken about? Why are you screaming that? <laughs> exactly. Fabian is back from the movie. He goes to Nina and Amber's room and discovers they're not there. Back in his room, Fabian discovers the spider is gone from his bag. In the hall, Victor is giving his pin drop speech. So during this scene, Fabian's like kind of talking to Eddie. Eddie has his headphones on and he's listening to music. So I said Eddie's probably listening to emo music because he's sad and Patricia like rejected his attempts at flirting with her. And then also, Eddie asked how the movie was and Fabian goes, good, you should take Patricia. <laughs> So didn't fun. he say you like right what didn't he say he's like i'd rather take victor yeah in response <laughs> i didn't hear that but i was too busy thinking about how fabian is now petty sure, apparently i love the idea of eddie and fabian like at night talking about their relationship oh, issues so <laughs> actually yeah this does imply that like fabian and eddie have been kind of talking about girls yeah, do you think he's talk- like do you think eddie's talked about patricia to fabian like have. they're getting ready for bed and <laughs> Like, he's like, yeah, I overheard Patricia say she likes me today. So. <laughs> <laughs> Fabian is the last person you want love advice from, though. Oh, <laughs> my God. We have decided that I'm Fabian when it comes to flirting. Take two of that. <laughs> and I'm Patricia, so it's fine. And I'm somehow Joy and Mara. <laughs> You're both upfront and not upfront enough. <laughs> Comes in waves. Fabian waits for Victor to go upstairs before attempting to pick the cellar lock. Eddie appears behind him and asks him what he's doing. Fabian says he can't get through the bread oven. Eddie tells him he's picked the lock wrong and tells him to let him do it. Eddie says he won't ask and assumes it's a weird British custom. And I think this might be one of my favorite C2 scenes. Like, I just love the chaos between these two boys. (laughs) It's good. And also, like, what's with the Americans being able to pick locks? Because Nina can do it in season one and then Eddie's like, here, let me just do it real quick. (laughs) I mean, Eddie knowing to how to pick locks doesn't surprise me because if he really is a rebel, which I think there's some sort of like I he like act out acting out tendencies. I'm sure there were like 
Ah, but I gotta pick my house lock so I can get back in so my mom doesn't know I snuck out. Yeah, kind of like yeah. bullshit like that. Yeah, I just thinking along those lines. Also said, I also literally love Eddie. In the yeah. cellar, Alfie wonders why no one else is worried about the red thread spelling doom. Alfie starts to web walk and bumps into a yellow thread. He says he's okay, but then starts to hallucinate. He starts flailing, and Nina tells him to stand still. And then I said, Bessie, I just don't know what you think yelling stand still will accomplish. <laughs> it's just so helpful, although I guess she was freaked out. But Sabuna, like, is not that I'm calm under pressure because I also freak out. Sabuna is so bad under pressure, like, on a consistent level. You think that they would learn to be better. Every time something happens, they, like, freak the fuck out. I know. Uh-huh. <laughs> also, Nina really was, you mentioned this earlier, Nina really was like, I don't care if we all die because I'm mad if Fabian went on a date with Joy. And I wrote Patricia caring about Alfie but being so sassy about it. She's like worried, but she's like, Alfie, like, blah, 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 blah. Also, Alfie, sad face, sad face, sad, sad face. So that was the end of the first half of the episode. Um, we'll catch you guys in a few seconds. Welcome back to the second part of today's episode. We are recapping House of Envy, House of Names. Uh, Nina begins to webwalk over to try to get to Elfie. Fabian comes running in and sees Elfie freaking out and climbs his way through the web to help Elfie. Fabian just goes, zoom! <laughs> Fabian literally did. He, like, bolted. He was so speedy. He, they really said he was the best webwalker, apparently, because he went through the web. <laughs> he's a runner. He's a track star. <laughs> That could be this week's TikTok content. Oh my God. Um, Nina apologizes to Elfie and Fabian helps him back out. Uh, Nina, girl, you literally almost got him killed. Yeah. An apology, don't cut it. Yeah. Also, irrelevant to Nina almost getting him killed, but Alfie, when like Fabian helps him get off, has the spider like on his back. So he's he just been carrying around the spider on his back this whole time. I think so. Mm-hmm. I gotta get it in the hole. That is his son or his daughter, his I guess. <laughs> Alfie has a daughter. It's the spider. <laughs> The next day at school, Mara's taking notes on her article on Vera. Um, Patricia's holding, so they're like skeleton legs, but they're like mini, like a milli, milli, a mini, like you'd see in like a science classroom, skeleton, you know what I'm, like you guys know what I'm talking about, but I'm trying to describe it like, she's holding like just the legs from this, like mini skeleton, um, and begins to like bang them on the counter, like pretend to walk with them. trying to give like detailed description on this yeah. Mr. Sweet tells her to stop and Eddie asks her if that's all she's got in her bad girl bag and says it was an epic fail she says there's only one epic fail and she's looking at him and honestly until this moment I forgot about the phrase epic fail and it was it just took me out for about five minutes like what a 2012 thing to say Ugh. <laughs> calling him an epic fail we were watching lemonade mouth last night and we were like oh this is now like a period piece of like the early 2010 because of like the wardrobe but like yep. that was how the maneuvers because the wardrobe in such trendy phrases as epic, epic fail, fail. <laughs> amaze balls the justin yeah. bieber references i know the twilight references i can't believe that like stuff that like <laughs> when we were teenagers now just feels like a period piece I like how the Harry Potter references would still probably uphold simply because I feel like Harry the Potter's only kind of timeless. Yeah. yeah, but it's like I'm tired of him. Now J.K. Rowling is like the worst. We so don't like, talk about her. Yeah. <laughs> um. I said, "LOL, Patricia and bad girl back." Yeah. What the heck was she doing? Like, <laughs> she, she, she was. <laughs> she's trying to prove she's like edgy to Eddie. She was literally she's just sitting there, and then she just decides to like banging legs on the table. <laughs> Where did she even like, get sorry. them from? I don't know. <laughs> It was just so random, but it was funny. It just didn't make any sense. 
Eddie tells her to let him show her how it's done. He pops an eye out of an anatomy thing and drops it into Mr. Sweet's tea. Patricia says she could top that before spilling some sort of powder on the floor. Mr. Sweet goes to clean it up. Patricia goes up to Mr. Sweet's desk and pulls algae out of a bowl on the desk and puts it in his cookie. His cookie? Well, it was like yeah. an Oreo. Oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't know what the pro- There's like a proper term for UK Oreo, so I'm just going to call like it a cookie. Bi- like a digestive biscuit? Something like that? This just sounds like something you eat of your stomach. No, that's what they have. They have digestives. They're like cookies. That's what it's called. Uh, UK Mutuals, back me up. <laughs> I'm sure she's right. Um, I love Joy in this scene. It's just like, no. She's so done with Patricia, her facial expression. And I said, girl, because I was also done with Patricia. But then I said, Patricia and Eddie are so cute because when Patricia sits back down, her and Eddie do this like little look at each other. Like, we just call chaos and we're here for it. <laughs> I love that. Mr. Sweet goes to eat his cookie before noticing the algae and dropping it on the floor. He tells Patricia to see him after class. He goes to drink his tea and drops the cup on the floor. Mr. Sweet initially blames Patricia before Eddie admits it was him. Mr. Sweet blames Patricia for Eddie's actions. He tells Patricia she'll need to copy the periodic table a hundred times. Um, I don't think it's actually, it's not this episode, but there's one coming up where Patricia and Eddie like squabble because Mr. Sweet goes really easy on Eddie when it comes to punishments. And like, couldn't Eddie just simply have asked his dad to like be strict on him or like treat him like another student? Maybe. Because like, I mean, I Mr. Sweet doesn't want to. Yeah, yeah. I feel like he's trying to be easy on him because he's a son, but it's like a student. Especially it's like his like distant son. Yeah. yeah. He's like, I went to school with like plenty of like kids whose parents were teachers and like their parents treated them like, especially like disciplinary action. If anything, they went like harsher on them. Yeah. yeah. Um, so it's a damn because he straight up was like, Patricia is such a bad influence on Eddie. Also, Patricia salutes Mr. Sweet when he's like telling her to like stop and she literally salutes him sarcastically. Like, it was so, funny. It was so funny. Because- At the library, Elfie and Jerome are looking for the school sporting record. They find a section about the shield. They find out to get it back. They have to play ping pong. Um, Jerome talks about he's never gotten the fair and square thing. And I just, I gotta say, I love self-aware snake. Me too. Okay. <laughs> also, um, the, the book mentioned that, uh, Rob, Robert Frobisher Smythe was a ping pong enthusiast, which I just could not stop <laughs> thinking about that. Like, how does this man have, t- have time to play ping pong? He was too busy doing Egypt things and building a house and starting a school and <laughs> trying to find the elixir of life. How did he have time to play ping pong? Robert Frobisher Smythe did the most. I also got really confused here because for some reason I thought that we already recorded the ping pong episodes. No, Laura, those are quickly approaching. I I think it's, I just watch these episodes a lot because I usually will like start at the ping pong tournament for the jammer watch all the way through the ping pong tournament like that whole arc with all like the chaos and them turning old and then turning young and stuff like all the way through until Piper leaves so I think that's probably why I just like there's a very specific like set of episodes in season two that like I watch yeah I think that's probably why I thought I recorded because I look at Brenna I'm like did we did we already record the ping pong episode she's like no we'll remember when we do the ping pong episode because we're probably all gonna go feral (laughs) it's gonna be a rough few weeks here Amber also uh, Giles is probably the like best small character Okay. <laughs> so, I'm just excited. I mean, I'm gonna get the Mr. Sweet reveal like, in a few weeks. Like, I'm gonna, you're just gonna hear, we're gonna be sitting here, and it's just gonna be me quoting the scene word for word. It's yeah. not gonna be, it's not, we're not gonna have summary notes. It's just gonna be Emily quoting the entire episode. We're getting to a point of season two where we're gonna go feral for like a really long period of time. <laughs> yeah. 
it's been a nice like a couple weeks of a break and then it's over <laughs> r.i.p jerome and elfie catch mr sweet in the hall and jerome tells them that he wants to win back the frobisher shield he uh mr sweet says if they're really serious they'll make arrangements mr sweet he gets all <laughs> emotional he's like the school could be truly great if we win the shield and i'm like it's just ping pong he's like getting so the, like, the one thing that will make their school great is they coming pong also jerome and elfie hugged friends i love them like i they- because they said like bobby and alex said they didn't really get to do a lot of hugging on this show for whatever reason because nickelodeon likes high fives and they hugged so Aww. i was excited it's like a bro hug but still I, love them. I said they called themselves ping pong partners in crime and then what a cute episode for jerome and alfie this is them at their best they are so cute i, I stand ignore in a couple weeks when i say i don't stand anymore <laughs> also i love when they walk in the hallway and mr sweet sees them he goes lewis and clark <laughs> i wonder if they made their last names that on purpose probably for that joke they're like they're besties yeah also mr sweet is so so we said this but mr. he's so serious about the first he's like frobisher shield is not a joke and then alvin Turrell, like, we have such serious faith we're so serious <laughs> like, what is happening <laughs> It's ping pong time, babies. In the library, Nina is waiting. Fabian comes and says he wants to talk to Jasper about the documentary and wanted Nina to be there. Fabian tells Nina there is no human joy. Nina says last night was a mistake and she won't make it again. Nina is looking dramatic AF in the library. Jasper comes in and Fabian wants to know more about the Egyptian tyrant it mentioned. Jasper, Jasper, Jasper. Jasper. <laughs> Jasper comes in and Fabian wants to know more about the Egyptian tyrant the documentary mentioned. Jasper has something somewhere about her. Nina hears someone say chosen one and begins to go upstairs. Jasper is telling Fabian about how terrible this tyrant was and that apart from a crown, her tomb is found empty in scene 13. Fabian asks if there was a name in the book Jasper mentioned and Jasper says no. Jasper says he was told the name once but he doesn't remember what it was. Upstairs Nina says Sankara and Jasper says yes. Um, I love like it's like storming in the background of the scene. I just I, it like really sets the tone for like what they're trying to do. Mm-hmm. Also, um, I'm not going to get into details, but I'm strongly thinking about the mummy brown paint. <laughs> what are you thinking about? Hey. It's time for our weekly tangent. What kind of nonsense will it be today? It's the tangent of the week. Lord, do I need to? I sent you a TikTok about it. Apparently, oh, okay. So the reason that they're finding like so many pyramids empty is because like basically like people would go and steal mummies to make paint out of them. So there was a paint color called mummy brown that was made out of mummies. Gross. Yeah, I remember you saying that. <laughs> I strongly believe Anubis' house was painted in mummy brown paint from Sankara's tomb. Uh, that's why Sankara's pissed. Not to be morbid, but you know. That makes sense though. Exactly. Now that we forgot that in this scene, we this is like when we learned that her name's Sankara. Like the whole, I mean, we we keep referring to her as Sankara because we we know obviously, but we really had to wait like halfway through the season to figure out what this ghost's name was. Mm-hmm. That was so weird because like when we got to this scene, I was like, didn't we already know? But is, I think it's just because we. Yeah, know. they just kept calling her like the spirit or like the ghost. Or... Yeah. Yeah, we gotta find some, like, of our little old live tweets, like, before that, and see, like, what we were referring Unless to. Unless she was, like, credited as Sankara, so maybe we knew before, but... Um, I'll try to go back and look at the credits. Yeah. yeah. So I'll go back and look at the credits, and I'll give you guys an answer here! Okay, hi, editing Emily here. Can confirm that her name was listed as Sankara in the credits. Vera's looking at a journal that Victor found. She asks about the elixir of life, and Vic- Victor says he's still deciphering the hieroglyphics in the recipe. Victor leaves, and Vera makes a phone call telling whoever that Victor 
later found the final chapter. In their room, Joy is telling Mara about her date with Fabian. Mara is not fully listening, instead focusing on her article. Um, Joy basically, like, Joy will call her out, like, are you listening? And then Mara's like, but this piece on Vera. Um, Mara shows Joy an article she found about Vera's old job. It says Vera's not in a photo about the school. Joy says she's taking it a bit too seriously. Mara just won't talk about Fabian because she's secretly in love with him, so... <laughs> Honestly, Bretta's right. She should say it. Yeah. <laughs> she's, like, she's like, I'm not having this conversation with you, Joy, but I can't tell you why. <laughs> <laughs> this show is so funny because in this scene, uh, Joy is asking Mara about Fabian, but Mara ends up ending up with Fabian and Joy ends up and, and bleh, Joy ends up ending up with Jerome at the end of the show. And right now, like Joy's trying to flirt with Fabian and she's asking Mara for advice and like Mara's been flirty flirt with Jerome. Yep. Uh-huh. Love this show. Chaos. <laughs> so Joy looks so cute but she does have her shoes on on the bed <laughs> you know you bring that up but like you think like sabuna like they'd all have a good pair of slippers because i just feel like that house like it's an old enough house where i wouldn't want to run about barefoot at all but That's like true. i wouldn't be running around in my, my tennis shoes i like yeah. i mean i live in my like slides at home like my flip-flops because yeah. we have dogs and sometimes the dogs do not want to go outside to go to the bathroom so i wear shoes in the house simply because of that but then like i kick them off at the edge of my bed but if i'm wearing tennis shoes they're just not fun to get on and off so like where are the slippers <laughs> yeah or the sandals the slip-on shoes i guess yeah they need like house shoes to walk around the house <laughs> um so why did this scene live rent-free in my mind for some reason i don't know it did not live rent-free in mind but it's a cute know. scene i feel like i just remember joy laying on the bed like that oh, oh i remember that too so maybe there's a lot of gifts or something just because she looks cute yeah, it should live rent-free in my mind because i love mara and joy yeah they're my besties Downstairs, Victor is giving his pin drop speech. We really got two pin drop speeches in this episode. <laughs> I love that. And the seller, Sabuna, is putting the spiders on the hook. I really love that Amber and Patricia are just like, they're not in the webs, they're just watching. They're just like, they're just here for a good time. <laughs> Same. Support. Fabian wonders what will happen when they're all done. Nina says that they just need to be ready. Nothing happens at first, then another passage opens. Before it starts to close again, Nina runs for the passage and Fabian tells her don't. She says this might be the only chance she gets before going through it. Sabuna is yelling no as the door shuts. Da, da, da. Um, unless I miss something though, where's the big spider? Were they not supposed to put that somewhere? Do you think maybe Alfie still has it? Like he's carrying it in his back? Unless Nina's running to go put it's it. A, it is, because isn't there like a cutout like in the yeah. end? Which I'm sure has something to do with keeping the door open. Yeah. I don't know. I'm sure we'll find out like next week. That makes sense. But like, yeah, that's also like, where's the big spider? <laughs> um, Nina just said bye. As she should, you know, fearless leader. They're doing this for her. <sighs> All right, so um, first and foremost, we got to pick a brain cell of the week. I don't... Uh, Fabian? <laughs> yeah, I would say Fabian, too. Because he, like, figured out they were gone and, like, ran to help, and Alfie would have been in big Alfie. trouble if Fabian did not have that quick thinking moment. Yeah. Do you know who I think we got to give a negative brain cell to for the second week? Or, I don't know if it's the second week. Yeah. Nina's getting negative brain... I'm, I'm, neg- I'm so- Loki Patricia. Sorry to Patricia. You know what? She did not get negative one last time I said I was giving negative brain cells, so I think it's fair that I give her a negative one this week. Yeah, we didn't give her negative because she, she was, was too busy flirting with Eddie. And no, no, no. The last we we didn't give her a negative brain cell because she was blind that week. That week. Oh, okay. Yeah. Patricia and Nina risk everyone's lives because they were mad at their love interest, and for that. Um. Then ship of the week. Petty. Petty with Jabian points, I guess. Yeah, Jabian. <laughs> I like half a point for 
Jamie and simply because it was like one-sided with Joy. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. Works for me. I feel like we've been doing that a lot though, like Petty and Japian, but those are like the only two ships even. And then, ships then Jerome and Alfie getting. for friendship. Yes. My besties. I'm sure people ship them, ship them. So if you ship them, it can be like yeah. more than that. But for me, friendship. <laughs> the power of friendship. Okay. So we were very unprepared as far as what game we would play this week. So we're going to do Mad Libs again. I love Mad Libs. So we're doing Mad Libs. We're going to do the story, How to Write a Country Love Song. And I need an adjective. Um, I can go first. Um, Cute. I need a part of the body, plural. Legs. I need a plural noun. And once again, I can never remember what a noun is when we play Mad Libs. It's a person, place, or thing, right? Person, place, or thing. Yep. Houses. Animal. Horse. <laughs> Vehicle. Truck. Adjective. Why does my brain want to say hairy? Do it. Yeah. Do it. A noun. Field. <laughs> Animal. Hedgehog. Number. Five. Verb ending in ing. Galloping. <laughs> Type of liquid. Oh, what, what's something? Whiskey. I'm like, what's something they would drink in a country song? <laughs> adjective. I gotta think of a good, I wanna think of a good adjective. I'm going with red. Type of liquid. Beer. Look at all these liquids. Part of the body. What did Laura just say? She said boobs. <laughs> Too late. <laughs> that is what I was doing. I should be like fans. Animal. Raven. Verb. Kissing. Or kiss. Because it's not ING. We're, we're, we're done. Cool story, brah. Oh, no. I feel like, if anything, I have to read this again. All right. How to write a country love song. Country love songs tend to be simple. Here are a few cute lines to get you started. Your legs sparkle like houses. I love you almost as much as I love my pet horse. I love, <laughs> I love you more than I love my truck. Your hair is as hairy as the fields growing in my field. I ride my hedgehog five miles just to get to you. <laughs> I choose you over going galloping with my buddies. Your kiss is stronger than fiery whiskey. Our love gets more red every year just okay, like a good beer <laughs> my boobs is as tough as my boobs is as tough to tame as a greased raven i kiss god every day for your love stick to these types of basics and your love won't be able to resist i love jarena <laughs> I, I think it's specifically the line my boobs is as tough to tame as a greased raven <laughs> beer Pierre trying to flirt with Victor like <laughs> no. I'm gonna screen cap just that part and go tweet it with Vera flirting with Victor like alright so that concludes another episode of Anubis Backwards the podcast uh, make sure to check out our socials we are Anubis Backwards we are Anubis Podcast on Twitter Anubis Backwards Pod on Instagram Anubis Backwards Pod on TikTok and you can email us at Anubis Backwards Podcast at gmail.com you can check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash Anubis Backwards or if you want to send in voice memos check out anchor.fm slash Anubis Backwards pod uh we will catch you guys soon sabuna so much i wanted to say the way i see it is there any more sabuna spiders math (laughs) (laughs) i need some coffee okay (laughs) good night